when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches lost Lord Jesus. Stately, plump, buck bargain. All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes. Friends of Shakespeare and Company read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today by Lou Dwayne. Yes, wait. Yes, hold on. He was on the cards this morning when I laid out the deck. Union with a young stranger, neither dark nor fair, you met before. I thought I meant him, but he's no chicken or a stranger either. Besides, my face was turned the other way. What was the seventh card after that? The ten of spade for a journey by land? Then there was a letter on its way. And scandals, too. The three queens and the eight of diamonds for a rise in society. Yes, wait, it all came out. And two red eights for new garments. Look at that. And didn't I dream something, too? Yes, there was something about poetry in it. I hope he hasn't long, greasy hair hanging into his eyes or standing up like a red Indian. What do they go about like that for only getting themselves and their poetry laughed at? I always liked poetry when I was a girl. First I thought he was a poet like Byron, and not an ounce of it in his composition. I thought he was quite different. I wonder, is he too young? He's about, wait, 88, I was married, 88, Millie is 15 yesterday, 89. What age was he then at Dylan's? Five or six, about 88, I suppose. He's 20 or more. I'm not too old for him if he's 23 or 24. I hope he's not that stuck-up university student sort. No, otherwise he wouldn't go sitting down in the old kitchen with him taking Epps Coke and talking. Of course he pretended to understand it all. Probably he told him he was out of Trinity College. He's very young to be a professor. I hope he's not a professor like Goodwin was. He was a patent professor of John Jameson. They all write about some women and their poetry. Well, I suppose he won't find many like me. Where softly sigh of love, the light guitar where poetry is in the air, the blue sea and the moon shining so beautifully. Coming back on the night boat from Tarifa, the lighthouse at Europa Point, the guitar that fellow played was so expressive. Will I ever go back there again? All new faces. Two glancing eyes, a lattice hid. I'll sing that for him. There's my eyes, if she's anything of a poet. Two eyes as darkly bright as love's one star. Aren't those beautiful words? As love's young star. It will be a change, the Lord knows, to have an intelligent person to talk to about yourself. Not always listening to him and Billy Prescott's ad and Casey's ad and Tom the Devil's ad. Then if anything goes wrong in their business, we have to suffer. I'm sure he's very distinguished. I'd like to meet a man like that God, not those other ruck. Besides, he's young. Those fine young men I could see down in Margate Strand, bathing place from the side of the rock, standing up in the sun, naked like a god or something. 
and then plunging into the sea was them. Why aren't all men like that? There'd be some consolation for a woman. Like that lovely little statue he built. I could look at him all day long, curly head and his shoulders, his finger up for you to listen. There's real beauty and poetry for you. I often felt I wanted to kiss him all over. Also his lovely young cock there so simply. I wouldn't mind taking him in my mouth if nobody was looking. As if it was asking you to suck it, so clean and white he looked with his boyish face. I would too in half a minute, even some of it went down. What it's only like gruel to do, there's no danger. Besides, he'd be so clean compared with those pigs of men I suppose never dream of washing it from one year's end to the other, the most of them. Only that's what gives the women the moustaches. I'm sure it will be grand if I can only get in with a handsome young poet at my age. I'll throw them the first thing in the morning till I see if the wish card comes out. Or I'll try pairing the lady herself and see if he comes out. I'll read and study all I can find or learn a bit off by heart if I knew who he likes. So he won't think me stupid. If he thinks all women are the same and I can teach him the other part, I'll make him feel all over him till he half faints under me. Then he'll write about me, lover and mistress, publicity too, with our two photographs in all the papers when he becomes famous. Oh, but then what am I going to do about him, though? No, that's no way for him. Has he no manners, nor no refinement, nor no nothing in his nature, slapping us behind like that on my bottom, because I didn't call him Hugh the Ignoramus? That doesn't know poetry from a cabbage. That's what you get for not keeping them in their proper place pulling off his shoes and trousers there on the chair before me, so barefaced without even asking permission and standing out that vulgar way in the half of a shirt they wear to be admired, like a priest or a butcher or those old hypocrites in the time of Julius Caesar. Of course he's right enough in his way to pass the time as a joke. Sure, you might as well be in bed with what? With a lion? God, I'm sure he'd have something better to say for himself. An old lion would. Oh, well, I suppose it's because they were so plump and tempting in my short petticoat he couldn't resist. They excite myself sometimes. It's well for men or the amount of pleasure they get off a woman's body. We're so round and white for them always. I wished I was one myself for a chain just to try was that thing they have swelling upon you so hard and at the same time so soft when you touch it. My Uncle John has a thing long. I heard those corner boys sing, passing the corner of Marrowbone Lane. My Aunt Mary has a thing hairy, because it was dark and they knew a girl was passing. It didn't make me blush, why should it either? It's only nature. And he puts his thing long into my Aunt Mary's hairy, etc. And turns out to be you put the handle in a sweeping brush, men again, all over. They can pick and choose what they please, a married woman or a fast widow or a girl for their different tastes, like those houses round behind Iris Street. No, but we're to be always chained up. They're not going to be chaining me up, no damn fear once I start, I tell you. For stupid husband's jealousy, why can't we all remain friends over it instead of quarrelling? Her husband found it out what they did together, well, naturally. And if he did, can he undo it? He's coronado, anyway. 
whatever he does. And then he going to the other mad extreme about the wife in Fair Tyrants. Of course, the man never even cast a second thought on the husband or wife either. It's the woman he wants and he gets her. What else were we given all those desires for? I'd like to know. I can't help it if I'm young, still can I? It's a wonder I'm not an old shriveled hag before my time living with him so cold, never embracing me except sometimes when he's asleep, the wrong end of me, not knowing, I suppose, who he has. Any man that'd kiss a woman's bottom, I'd throw my hat at him after that, he'd kiss anything unnatural. Where well, we haven't one atom of any kind of expression in us, all of us the same two lumps of lard. Before ever I do that to a man, phew, the dirty brutes. The mere thought is enough. I kiss the feet of you, senorita. There's some sense in that. Didn't he kiss our hall door? Yes, he did. What a madman. Nobody understands his cracked ideas but me. Still, of course, a woman wants to be embraced twenty times a day. Almost. To make her look young. No matter by who. So long as to be in love or loved by somebody of the fellow you want isn't there sometimes by the Lord God. I was thinking would I go around by the keys there, some dark evening where nobody'd know me, and pick up a sailor off the sea that would be hot on for it, and not care a pin whose I was only to do it off up in a gate somewhere. Or one of those wild-looking gypsies in Rathenham had their camps pitched near the Bloomsfield laundry to try and steal our things if they could. I only sent mine there a few times. The name model laundry sent me back over and over. Some old ones, old stockings, that black guard-looking fellow with the fine eyes peeling a switch. Attack me in the dark and ride me up against the wall without a word or a murderer, anybody. What they do themselves, the fine gentlemen in their silk hats, that K.C. lives up somewhere this way, coming out of Hardwick Lane. The night he gave us the fish supper on account of winning over the boxing match. Of course it was for me he gave it. I knew him by his gaiter and the walk, and when I turned round a minute after just to see, there was a woman after coming out of it too, some filthy prostitute. Then he goes home to his wife after that. Only I suppose the half of those sailors are rotten again was disease. I move over your big carcass out of that for the love of Mike. Listen to him. The wind's up off my side to thee. So well he may sleep and sigh the great suggester Don Podlo la Flora. If you knew how he came out on the cards this morning, you'd have something to sigh for. A dark man in some perplexity between two sevens, too. In prison. The Lord knows what he does that I don't know, and I am to be slooching around down in the kitchen to get his lordship his breakfast while he's rolled up like a mummy. Will I indeed? Did you ever see me running? I'd just like to see myself at it. Show them attention and they treat you like dirt. I don't care what anybody says. It'd be much better for the world to be governed by the women in it. You wouldn't see women going and killing one another and slaughtering. When do you ever see women rolling around drunk like they do? or gambling every penny they have and losing it on horses, yes, because a woman, whatever she does, she knows where to stop. Sure, they wouldn't be in the world at all, only for us. They don't know what it is to be a woman and a mother. How could they? Where would they all of them be if they hadn't all a mother to look after them? What I never had. That's why I suppose he's running wild now, out at night, away from his books and studies, and not living at home, on account of the usual rowy house, I suppose.
Well, it's a poor case that those that have a fine son like that, they're not satisfied, and I none. Was he not able to make one? It wasn't my fault. We came together when I was watching the two dogs up in her behind in the middle of the naked street. That disheartened me altogether. I suppose I oughtn't to have buried him in that little woolly jacket I knitted, crying as I was. But give it to some poor child. But I knew, well, I'd never have another. Our first death, too, it was. We were never the same since. Oh, I'm not going to think myself into the glooms about that anymore. 